Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kehud Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Sunday, December 25th. It is prophesied in the book of Amos that in the last days there would be a famine in the land, not a famine for food, but a famine for the word of God, as it is written in Amos 8, 11, and 12. Behold, the days come, says the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea, and from the north even to the east. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord, and shall not find it. Even in the days of Joseph there were seven years of plenty, followed by seven years of famine. He had stored up grain for the seven years of famine. The Daily Audio Torah is your storehouse where you can get grain. It is twenty minutes every day of pure scripture flowing out, living manna to feed your spirit. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we begin a new Torah portion, Vayigash, and it means, And he drew near. Genesis 44, 18-30 Then Judah went up to him and said, Please, my lord, let your servant appeal to my lord, and do not be impatient with your servant, you who are the equal of Pharaoh. My lord asked his servants, Have you a father or another brother? We told my Lord, We have an old father, and there is a child of his old age, the youngest. His full brother is dead, so that he alone is left of his mother, and his father dotes on him. Then you said to your servants, Bring him down to me, that I may set eyes on him. We said to my Lord, The boy cannot leave his father. If he were to leave him, his father would die. But you said to your servants, Unless your youngest brother comes down with you, do not let me see your faces. When we came back to your servant, my father, we reported my Lord's words to him. Later our father said, Go back and procure some food for us. We answered, We cannot go down only if our youngest brother is with us. Can we go down? For we may not show our faces to the man unless our youngest brother is with us. 
Your servant my father said to us, As you know, my wife bore me two sons, but one is gone from me, and I said, Alas, he was torn by a beast, and I have not seen him since. If you take this one from me too, and he meets with disaster, you will send my white head down to Sheol in sorrow. Now, if I come to your servant my father, and the boy is not with us, since his own life is so bound up with his, when he sees that the boy is not with us, he will die, and your servants will send the white head of your servant our father down to Sheol in grief. Zechariah 8, 1-23 The word of the Lord of hosts came to me. Thus said the Lord of hosts, I am very jealous for Zion. I am fiercely jealous for her. Thus said Hashem, I have returned to Zion, and I will dwell in Jerusalem. Jerusalem will be called the city of faithfulness, and the mount of the Lord of hosts, the holy mount. Thus said the Lord of hosts, There shall yet be old men and women in the squares of Jerusalem, each with staff in hand because of their great age. And the squares of the city shall be crowded with boys and girls playing in the squares. Thus said the Lord of hosts, Though it will seem impossible to the remnant of this people in those days, it shall also be impossible, shall it also be impossible for me, declares the Lord of hosts. Thus said the Lord of hosts, I will rescue my people from the lands of the east and from the lands of the west, and I will bring them home to dwell in Jerusalem. They shall be my people, and I will be their God in truth and sincerity. Thus said the Lord of hosts, Take courage, you who now hear these words which the Nevi'im spoke when the foundations were laid for the rebuilding of the temple, the house of the Lord of hosts. For before that time the earnings of men were nil, and profits from beasts were nothing. It was not safe to go about one's business on account of enemies, and I set all men against one another. But now I will not treat the remnant of this people as before, declares the Lord of hosts. But what it sows shall prosper, the vine shall produce its fruit, the ground shall produce its yield, and the skies shall provide their moisture. I will bestow all these things upon the remnant of this people. And just as you were a curse among the nations, O house of Yehudah and the house of Israel, so, when I vindicate you, you shall become a blessing. Have no fear, take courage. For thus said the Lord of hosts, Just as I planned to afflict you and did not relent when your fathers provoked me to anger, said the Lord of hosts, so at this time I have turned and planned to do good to Jerusalem and to the house of Judah. Have no fear. These are the things you are to do. Speak the truth to one another. Render true and perfect justice in your gates, and do not contrive evil against one another. And do not love perjury, because all those things are things that I hate, declares Hashem. And the word of the Lord of hosts came to me, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, The fast of the fourth month, the fast of the fifth month, the fast of the seventh month and the fast of the tenth month shall become occasions for joy and gladness, happy festivals for the house of Judah, but you must love honesty and truth. Thus said the Lord of hosts, Peoples 
and the inhabitants of many cities shall yet come. The inhabitants of one shall go to the other and say, Let us go and entreat the favor of Hashem. Let us seek the Lord of hosts. I will go too. The many peoples and the multitudes of nations shall come to seek the Lord of hosts in Jerusalem and to entreat the favor of Hashem. Thus said the Lord of hosts, In those days ten men from nations of every tongue will take hold. They will take hold of every Jew by a corner of his cloak, by a zitzit, and say, Let us go with you, for we have seen that Hashem is with you. Revelation 16, 1-21 And I, John, heard a great voice out of the temple, saying to the seven angels, Go your ways, and pour out the vials of the wrath of God upon the earth. And the first went out and poured out his vial upon the earth. And there fell a noisome and grievous sore upon the men which had the mark of the beast, and upon them which worshipped his image. And the second angel poured out his vial upon the sea, and it became as the blood of a dead man, and every living soul died in the sea. And the third angel poured out his vial upon the rivers and fountains of water, and they became blood. And I heard the angel of the waters say, You are righteous, O Lord, which are and which was and which shall be, that you have judged thus. For they have shed the blood of saints and prophets, and you have given them blood to drink, for they are worthy. And I heard another out of the altar say, Even so, Lord God Almighty, true and righteous are your judgments. And the fourth angel poured out his vial upon the sun, and power was given unto him to scorch men with fire. And men were scorched with great heat, and blasphemed the name of God, which has power over these plagues, and they repented not to give him glory. And the fifth angel poured out his vial upon the seat of the beast, and his kingdom was full of darkness, and they gnawed their tongues for pain and blasphemed the God of heaven because of their pains and their sores, and repented not of their deeds. And the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates, and the water thereof was dried up, that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon, and out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are the spirits of devils, working miracles, which go forth to the kings of the earth and of the whole world, to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watches, and keeps his garments, lest he walk naked, and they see his shame. And he gathered them together into a place called in the Hebrew tongue Armageddon. And the seventh angel poured out his vial into the air, and there came a great voice out of the temple of heaven from the throne, saying, It is done. And there were voices and thunders and lightnings, and there was a great earthquake, such as was not since men were upon the earth, so mighty an earthquake and so great. And the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell, and great Babylon came in remembrance before God 
to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. And every island fled away, and the mountains were not found. And there fell upon men a great hail out of heaven, every stone about the weight of a talent. And men blasphemed God because of the plague of the hail, for the plague thereof was exceedingly great. Psalm 144, 1-15 Blessed be the Lord my strength, which teaches my hands to war and my fingers to fight, my goodness and my fortress, my high tower and my deliverer, my shield and he in whom I trust, who subdues my people under me. Lord, what is man that you take knowledge of him, or the son of man that you make account of him? Man is like to vanity, His days are as a shadow that passes away. Bow your heavens, O Lord, and come down. Touch the mountains, and they shall smoke. Cast forth lightning and scatter them. Shoot out your arrows and destroy them. Send your hand from above. Rid me and deliver me out of great waters from the hand of strange children, whose mouth speaks vanity, and their right hand is a right hand of falsehood. I will sing a new song unto you, O God. Upon a psaltery and an instrument of ten strings will I sing praises to you. It is he that gives salvation to kings, who delivers David his servant from the hurtful sword. Rid me and deliver me from the hand of strange children, whose mouths speak vanity, and their right hand is a right hand of falsehood, that our sons may be as plants grown up in their youth, that our daughters may be as cornerstones polished after the similitude of a palace, that our garners may be full, affording all manner of store, that our sheep may bring forth thousands and ten thousands in our streets, that our oxen may be strong to labor, that there be no breaking in nor going out, that there be no complaining in our streets. Happy is that people that is in such a case, yes, Happy is that people whose God is the Lord, Yahweh. Proverbs 30, 29-31 There be three things which go well, yes, four are comely in going. A lion which is strongest among the beasts, and turns not away for any. A greyhound, and he goat also, and a king against whom there is no rising up. I want to speak to you today from our reading from Genesis chapter 44 and talk about what's really going on here with this whole story that is unfolding with Joseph and his brothers because there's a deeper message to this entire story. Joseph, in many ways, is a remez hint pointing us to Yeshua. He's a type and a shadow of Yeshua. How is this so? Well, the brothers were jealous. Of Joseph. At the time of Yeshua, the Pharisees, his own people, were jealous of him. They were jealous of his authority, his influence and sway that he had with the people, his ability to do miracles. They were jealous of him to the point that they wanted to kill him. And the same thing with Joseph's brothers. Some of them wanted to kill him. Reuben stepped in and wanted to spare his life. So then they throw Joseph into a pit. Yeshua went down to the heart of the earth after he was crucified for three days 
and three nights into a pit, if you will. Joseph went to Egypt, was taken to Egypt by the traders, uh, and and he became very Egyptian in his appearance and in his demeanor. He 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 looked Egyptian. He no longer looked Hebrew, and he was falsely accused of something he didn't do in Potiphar's home. He did not assault Potiphar's wife. That was a lie. It was it was not true. And so because of that false lie, he ended up in prison. Yeshua was falsely accused by his brethren, by his brothers, if you will, the Pharisees, of blasphemy against God. Joseph is raised up after spending some time in prison. He's raised up to become the right hand of Pharaoh, and he doles out grain to the people during the time of famine. Yeshua is raised up. After he dies, he's resurrected and he goes to heaven. And he sits at the right hand of the Father in the same way that Joseph sits at the right hand of Pharaoh. And he implements and executes the Father's will, just as Joseph implemented and executed Pharaoh's will. And um, he doles out bread or grain to the people in the same way Yeshua is the bread of life. And when we uh, take in the word of God, it says, though we are taking in the bread of life. Now, finally, the brothers come to Egypt and they are there to purchase grain. And Joseph immediately recognizes them, but they don't recognize him. Why? Because Joseph looks extremely Egyptian. Now, this takes us back to 1 Kings chapter 12, the kingdom split. We had this kingdom split, and the northern kingdom with the ten tribes of the north are the non-Jewish part of the nation of Israel. And this northern kingdom is known as the House of Israel, also known as Joseph, because that was the chief tribe of the ten tribes of the north, also known as Ephraim. Ephraim, or the House of Joseph, the House of Israel, all represents the northern kingdom, the ten tribes of the north. And then the southern kingdom is the house of Judah, also known as the Jews. The two primary tribes of the southern kingdom were Judah and Benjamin, along with some Levites. And so the brothers in this story represent the southern kingdom. And Joseph in this story represents the northern kingdom. Now, they've been split apart. They've been separated. And when the brothers come, that is the house of Judah, the Jews, they do not recognize Joseph as their brother because he looks so Egyptian. Similarly, those of us who are of the house of Joseph, of the house of Israel, of the northern kingdom, the Jewish people have not for centuries recognized us as their family because we are Joseph. We have been assimilated into the world. And we look Egyptian to them. They don't recognize us as their family in the same way that Joseph's brothers did not recognize Joseph. And so there's a moment coming, which we haven't read yet. That'll be in the next tomorrow's reading, when finally Joseph reveals himself to his brothers. And they recognize him. And he says to them, 
I am Joseph, Ani Yosef. And then the brothers realize, oh, you are our brother. And there's a day coming when the Jewish people will begin to recognize us, that we are their brothers and sisters. We are of the same family. We're of the same faith. We believe in the same God, the God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The only thing that makes us different is that we believe that Yeshua is the Son of God, that he came to redeem us and bring salvation to us and to forgive us of our sins. And our Orthodox Jewish friends, and they don't see that quite yet. There's a blindness still there. They believe in God the Father. They believe in all of the Old Testament, the Hebrew Scriptures. But there's still, they have not yet seen or understand or know that Yeshua is the Son of God. And yet, the Father and the Son, they are one. If you know the Son, you know the Father. Yahweh and Yeshua, the Father and the Son, they are one. And so that sort of unpacks this story at a deeper level for you. And also, Joseph being a symbol and a picture, a shadow picture or a mez hint of Yeshua himself, there's a day coming when our Jewish brethren will, they don't recognize Joseph, they don't recognize Yeshua. But there's a day coming when they will. And it's spoken of in Zechariah. It talks about how they will see him whom they pierced. And they will mourn from home to home to home to home. Mourning. Yes, he was the Son of God. That day of recognizing Yeshua, of recognizing Joseph, that day is coming. So in the meantime, we need to love our Orthodox Jewish brothers and sisters. Love on them, without strings attached, without agendas. Just love them. Because God will do the work in their hearts. It's a beautiful story. And may we fit right into the picture, because we are part of that story. And in that spirit, please enjoy this beautiful worship song, Firstborn, sung by James Block. Oh, 
forsaken you I am not a man that I should lie I have not forgotten You are Israel My firstborn son You are Israel My chosen
Yevrekka Adonai from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.